0: Columbia Morning on News Talk 1400, KF4U. We always like it when our psychologist friend Mike Mayer joins us to talk about topics that have either come from maybe his practice or maybe his reading and his study. And Dr. Mayer, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, David. I'm doing well and hope everybody is, including you, doing well. I think I'm doing pretty good. Life skills. I always want to improve my life skills. I think it's something that we... Hopefully, pay attention to throughout our life, and so you've got some challenges for us today. I'm eager to see where this one's going. They are challenges, as I this came. These skills were taken from an article in Psychology Today on lessons you won't learn in school (laughs) by Jenna Pincott. I've addressed, um, I have condensed the content of these and chosen three and left out some, Uh, but I'm sure you're going to be challenged because I was challenged, and that doesn't. Is Noise a barometer, but it is. I mean, you know, when if if I've been I'm in this profession, and when things challenge me, I know these things, David. That these t- three lessons, I know them. I've heard them, and I'm sure everybody else has. But we have to take them to heart. And the first challenging lesson um, states an obvious fact, but at times difficult to swallow. Um, it is understanding that not everything that happens to you is about you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. We are all stars of our own movies. The world is but a backdrop. Your partner's mood dips. Your company's market value drops. You're mired in a traffic jam. It is human nature to experience it all through the lens of how it affects you personally. This slanted sense of reality has a name the egocentric bias. Now, doesn't that just frost you? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because you know what they were saying is hey, are we egocentric? Do we have a bias? The more we personalize experiences, the more relevant they are to us. And only relevant memories stick around, and these memories are all we have and all we are. They are the foundation of our identity. So this egocentric bias causes us to misread others. It undermines empathy and tolerance. We waste vast amounts of psychic energy recovering from insults that were never targeted at us in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To live a life, isn't it? And you know that's, that's, And it, it, it is. to live a life that is less reactive, more directed, it is necessary to put the ego in its place. We can cognitively prompt ourselves to recognize that our own point of view isn't the only one, or necessarily the best one. We can then see situations with clarity and approach them effectively. We may even see the wisdom in others' points of view and learn from them. And then my thoughts on this, it takes two to do this, but it has to start somewhere. Hmm. That's the first one. Oh, man, you might, might as well just stop there. I mean, I've got a lot to think about right there. I know. That is, <laughs> yeah, it, it's powerful. And, you know, we don't look at it that way often. Okay, the second one. Mm-hmm. Focusing on other people's, on other people without dwelling on how they view you. The corollary to the egocentric bias is the spotlight effect. If you live a life as the star of your own movie, you almost automatically assume that everyone is observing you closely. As the center of your own universe, you naturally believe that you are also the center of everyone else's. The consequence is that your interactions with others, you might find yourself thinking less about them and more about how you appear to them Mm. and what they must think of you. Mm -hmm. So, it doesn't matter. The evidence shows that the spotlight is not quite so bright. People do not notice us nearly as much as we think they do. Mm -hmm. So, when we care a little less about our self image and we open the door to interacting more genuinely, we can let down our guard. Others may respond in kind, focusing less on their own self image and open themselves up to you. So, again, my thought is not easy to do this, and I'm sure many people fear being rejected by uh, others if they let their guard down and open themselves up. So fear may prevent us from doing that. So that's number two. And the last one, knowing how to solicit honest feedback. Hmm. There are two types of people in the world, observes organizational psychologist Tasha Urich, author of Insight, those who think they are self-aware and the few who actually are. Which is interesting. <laughs> to complicate matters, there are two types of self awareness internal, how we see ourselves and our own values and passions, and external, how others view us. Only the latter can tell us that the tale we are telling is boring <laughs> or that no one trusts us because we kiss up to the boss. Mm-hmm. So it takes someone else. So external self awareness allows us to be more in sync with others. It makes us more effective listeners and leaders because we have more empathy, which comes from understanding other people's perspectives. The life skill to work on here is having the temerity and humility to ask others specific questions about how they perceive you. Life isn't all about you, but you still need accurate knowledge of how you are perceived. Mm-hmm. And you recommends selecting as many as five loving critics who will give you a good read, including friends, co-workers, and employees. Afterwards, process their information. So those are the challenges. Are we too egocentric? Are we too much in our own spotlight? And are we willing to solicit feedback on ourselves?